welcome to Six Impossible Things, a podcast that will expand your perception of what's possible for your life. I'm Marissa Fontana, your host and founder of 10th House Astrology, and I'd like to invite you to join the adventure. It all starts with a single step. My guilty pleasure is reality TV about love. There's 90 Day Fiance, Love is Blind, The Ultimatum. Although I've heard some scandal about Netflix treating their cast terribly, so I'm not trying to actively promote those. And then there's Married at First Sight. If you haven't seen it, Married at First Sight is a lifetime show where relationship experts pair up complete strangers that they believe will be compatible in a marriage. And then those two people get married (laughs) without seeing each other, without knowing anything about each other. The first time they meet is when they're at the altar. And some of the relationships really blossom into beautiful, lifelong commitments, and others are a complete train wreck. And they get divorced at the end of the eight-week experiment, as they call the show. And throughout the eight weeks, the couples are guided through different activities like breakfast with their new in-laws and moving into an apartment and throwing a housewarming party. And they share letters that they write to their childhood selves, et cetera, et cetera. And then they receive counseling and coaching from the experts along the way. And I love this show because I love observing people's behavior, especially in relationship with each other and predict the ones who will make it, the ones who won't, what will be their demise. Um, Some couples I root really hard for, and others I'm like, get out, get out. Your spouse is a textbook narcissist using emotional blackmail to manipulate you. Don't fall into their trap. And it's, it's drama reality TV at the end of the day. But one thing that really stuck with me about this show in particular is that the experts often refer to the process as growing in love. They say this show isn't love at first sight, it's married at first sight. And the idea is that you get to know each other on such a deep level that you ultimately begin to grow in love with this stranger. But growth takes commitment and vulnerability and compromise, and it requires them to be vocal about what they need to feel happy and fulfilled, and also the strength to not run away at the first sign of trouble. My new business and I were married at first sight. If you listened to the last episode, I talked about how it was born out of a moment of surrender when I needed to quick come up with a new business name so that I could use Marissa Fontana LLC for corporate freelance and keep my astrology and metaphysical work separate to prevent my potential corporate clients from stumbling across my woo-woo content and thinking I was a total nut and then not hire me. I didn't even think about it, which was funny because I had been trying to think of a business name for the last 12 months and nothing ever felt right. But when 10th House Astrology dropped into my awareness, 
I was like, cool, that'll work. (laughs) And I submitted the business amendment immediately to change the name. Now I'm going to pivot a little bit here. I don't think that idea was mine. I don't believe that any idea is mine. I believe that it chose me to bring it down to earth just as much as I chose it. And I believe that it eluded me for a year and waited until the exact moment I would be ready to receive it because up until that point, I was still blocked from making my business too outwardly new age or spiritual. And so this was an example of what I consider to be divine timing. And I'm going to get a little bit meta, so bear with me here. I think of it as if we, people, and creative ideas are moving along our own individual timelines that intersect at different points. Maybe one idea intersects our timeline only once, maybe it's multiple times, maybe it intersects the timeline of multiple people. I see timelines as like these golden threads and we are just moving along them unaware that we're on a path and working so hard to control what goes on in our little sliver of existence. And the only thing that we can control is how we engage with the present moment but we're on the train and we're going to get to where we're going. So it's just a matter of how much we allow ourselves to enjoy the ride. But anyway, I believe that when we intersect for a brief moment with these divine ideas, we can choose to let it float by or we can choose to reach up and grab it. But the point is the idea isn't actually our idea It just chooses to dip down into our consciousness and we can choose whether or not we act on it. Elizabeth Gilbert does an excellent job of explaining this in her book, Big Magic. She specifically shares a story about an idea she had for a novel and she never got around to writing it. And then one day her book was written by another woman that she had met years earlier, like down to the smallest character detail. And she believes that the idea transferred to this other woman when they met since she had been avoiding taking any action on it for so long and it was ready to come into the world. A friend of mine had an idea the other day and she said to me, I have to act quickly because if I don't, someone else is going to do it. It happens every time. And that made me realize I even, and I've never admitted this before, but I even have someone who I'm connected with on social media, who I used to think was stealing my ideas. Because as soon as I'd mention something in a podcast or post about it, the same topic would show up in her podcast or in one of her services. But now I don't believe ideas can be stolen. Sure, the work can be stolen once it's already out in the world, But these ideas are so divine that they choose who gets to engage with them. And so when I heard that my friend was feeling the same way about someone else doing the things that she had the idea to do, I realized there's a whole nother layer here that's emerging. I believe that some ideas, especially the ideas that are going to move humanity forward, are way, way too big 
to be carried out by any one person alone. Way too big. And so they choose multiple people to drop into so that each of us can interpret it through our own lens of experience and bring a version of it down to earth. And I believe that as we move into this new age, there will be more and more big, big ideas dropping into those who are ready to receive them. So people aren't stealing thoughts from your head. They're just on the same frequency, the same level of consciousness as you. They must be in order to have access to this divine expression of energy that we call an idea. So I digressed here a little bit, but that's all to say that if you feel like someone is stealing ideas before you have a chance to act or even speak about them, maybe they're actually just working on the same team. Maybe they're on the same mission. Maybe they are devoted to the same cause, whether they're aware of it or not. Maybe they can be an expander for you to show you what's possible for your own life or your own business. Or maybe they're a future friend or a collaborator who's going to launch you forward more than you could have ever done on your own. We were never meant to do this alone. We are entering a new age and community is going to be more important than ever. We'll need to learn to stick together instead of competing and tearing each other apart because we're going to need the power of the collective to move forward into this new paradigm, this next stage of our evolution. So just keep that in the back of your mind. But anyway, back to the main event. 10th house astrology chose me as much as I chose it. We had to be ready for each other. And then we were married at first sight, right? I didn't have time to think it over. I was called to move. And so I moved as if source was like, here's that business idea you were waiting for. And I said, yes. And now we're married. Okay. And then after the initial shock, we had this beautiful honeymoon period where it, that was rich with new ideas of what we could offer and how we could offer it and where we could offer it and how to use the website and etc. So I put in the work to bring this to life. I built this mini site for it. I started talking about um, what we're doing, the mission, hosted our first class. And then I hit a little bump. And honestly, I don't even remember what the bump was now. But it made me start to question everything. So I brushed it to the side. And then I was with my friend who's an intuitive healer. And we were just chit-chatting, catching up about everything that was going on since we had seen each other before the holidays. And, and she could tell that something was off when she asked me what was going on with the business. It's... It's a really interesting experience having psychic and intuitive friends. There's no bullshitting them. They always know what's going on. So in talking with her about it, she helped me see what was really happening. And it was all about me. It had nothing to do with the business at all. I've always had difficulty staying still. I shouldn't say always. 
In my adult life, I have had difficulty staying still. I say a lot, like, I exist in extremes. I'm either all in or all out. I change my mind. I get bored easily. I crave change. I love change. This subconscious need for always moving has manifested as literally moving apartments every year, ending and starting relationships every three to six months. For a decade, my corporate job was the only quote-unquote stability I had, and I was getting my fix for change from other areas of my life. But now here I am, a homeowner in a stable and committed partnership. My subconscious was like, okay, this is coming dangerously close to being dull. Where can I cause some chaos to spice it up? I'll give you one guess where it chose to do that. If you listen to season one, you were taken on this roller coaster with me. Almost every other episode, I was changing something in my business and calling it a refinement. But deep down, I was really frustrated that I couldn't make up my mind. And I was worried that I was coming off as unprofessional and was like, why can't I just fucking stick to something? And how is anyone going to take me seriously if I keep changing? So in talking through this with my friend, she offered the perspective of what if I were to find a low stakes outlet, like a new hobby to feed this need for constant change and then treat my business like a committed relationship? And it reminded me that my business is not about me. It's not just about me. I'm only one side of this marriage. My business is not just here to serve me without me giving anything back to it in return. Like we each have our own set of needs and it's never going to work if we don't find a way to compromise. And that's really when I realized that It wasn't about the business not being a right fit. I just needed to learn how to grow in love with it, to establish a deeper connection that's going to last more than three to six months. So I sat down and I thought about the things that I need to feel happy and fulfilled. And then I looked at what the business needs to be successful and sustainable knowing that we would have to compromise to make this relationship work. Because business needs consistency, commitment, and trust. And sure, those things seem pretty simple, but here's where I struggle. By nature, I am not very consistent. I have changing moods, changing energy, changing interest. I'm a cancer rising. My chart is ruled by the moon, changing signs every two and a half days. I need movement and variety. Consistency feels kind of stale and boring and automated, like doing the same thing every day. Commitment requires me to stick with it beyond the honeymoon, beyond the fun part, when it starts to feel like work. Even in the moments that things don't feel good. And I like to be free and move around and do what I want when I want. That's a major reason I took this leap into entrepreneurship was for the freedom. 
And then trust. Trust is hard for me. I have some trauma that I'm still working through that results in my need to feel in control. And I'm coming to learn that that has a lot to do with why I spin and why I change things so frequently. I'm subconsciously doing it just to feel in control of what's going on, even if it's not working. But marriage takes compromise. It's not supposed to be easy. And so when I looked at those three things, consistency, commitment, and trust, and really looked at myself and what I was capable of and what I was willing to compromise on, I was able to find what I think is a happy medium. And so I wrote vows to my business. And I'm going to use the last few minutes of this episode to share those vows with you. I will balance consistency with variety. Maybe consistency will look like posting content at the same time every day, but with the variety in what I post about. Variety in the services I offer or the courses I teach, because you are about so much more than astrology. You are here to create a world that believes in magic. There's an infinite world of metaphysical science And as long as I can always explore, I will not get bored. I will remember that this is not just about me and stay really present in our partnership and give you what you need to become more and more sustainable every day. Maybe one day you'll be able to stand entirely on your own, but I understand that in these early stages you need me and I will not abandon you even when things start to feel hard. I will play with you, approaching everything as an experiment, constantly testing and learning to find what works and what doesn't. I'll throw spaghetti at the wall, not in desperation, but because it's fun. I realize now that commitment and freedom don't have to be mutually exclusive. I promise to stay committed to helping you grow, but allowing myself the freedom to experiment and play within the guardrails of that mission. And when I find something that works, I will let it work. And if it doesn't work, I will make small iterative change to see what happens. I will not let my shadow convince me to completely burn something to the ground for the sake of drama. And lastly, I will trust you. I will trust that if I honor my first two commitments, you will always guide me towards the places and people and resources that I need to move forward. I trust you to show me the answers I'm looking for when I'm ready to accept them. And if I run into obstacles or something is moving too slow, I trust that it is your way of orchestrating divine timing and I will surrender to it. Consistency, commitment, and trust. That's what it takes to grow in love. The part we don't always recognize, though, is that those things don't look the same for everyone. We each need to cultivate them in a way that works for both sides. And that may require some compromise, but I know that it will be so, so worth it. Remember, magic is the result of energy and intention energy and intention. So if you set the intention and you put the work behind it, 
anything is possible. And that's all I've got for you today. I'd love to know if this resonated with you, if you feel the same way about ideas or other people sharing the ideas that you have in your head. So leave a review, send me a DM on LinkedIn or Instagram. Those links are always in the show notes as well as the links to the programs and events that we have scheduled right now. And as always, thank you for being on this ride with us. We love you so much and will forever remind you that this is your dream. You decide where it goes from here. We are craving authentic connection and organic growth, and we believe in impossible things. So our experiment this season is to see if we can grow our audience times 10 simply by publishing content that inspires you without paid marketing, AI, or SEO strategy. You can help us with our experiment by sharing this episode, following and engaging with us on LinkedIn or Instagram, and joining our free courses and even inviting your friends and colleagues or clients along with you. Everything you need is in the show notes. Welcome to the adventure.